0: so this is lucito this is jay and we're here to tell you the best and worst of the week it should be interesting our picks um so let's start i will say let's start with the worst so at least we finish on a good note um so my my three worst for the week are um the feud between roman reigns and kevin owens um I feel like this continue from Survivor Series, him and Jey Uso, but I feel like, especially somebody Roman Reigns caliber, they need somebody of better talent and more, I I feel more hype. Kevin was a good filler, but I feel like you're missing out because they're not using Big E. You have other people in the roster that you could have content, especially Mm -hmm. for TLC. But let's see what happens on TLC, but I just wanted more for Roman Reigns. Um. Mm -hmm. My second pick, it's Retribution, especially Reckoning. Um, she <laughs> been built. Not wrong, but she lost her mask. Everybody supposed to keep their identity secret. We all know she was Mayim. But she lost her mask. And also, she has two losses against Dana Brooke. Not Dana Brooke, but, Dana Brooke, but you need to win. And I feel like she might be kicked off the curb pretty soon from Reckoning. And my last one, it's in NXT which is a tag team match. It was between Imperium, Gristle Young Vets, and everize Gristle Young Vets got it, but for me, it was the worst because I normally watch NXT and AW side-by-side, side, and the match that was happening at the same time as this match was the FDR against the um, Varsity Blondes, and I feel like the Varsity Blondes FTR match caught my attention more than this three-team tag team match, and even even Ever-Rise had almost a moment that um, they almost took the, the match. So just the programming and setup of this tag team division, it's a little crazy for NXT, but I feel like it was, for me, it was bad timing watching both shows at the t- same time. How about you? How about you?
1: Uh, so we're talking about the worst, right? You know damn well I'm not a big fan of The Forgotten Son, because of what we spoke about it in our full episode. Go check it out. But... King Corbin and Murphy match is my number one pick of my worst match. And the funny thing is, too, is we know that Murphy got the Mysterio family, and one of his achievements is dating, you know, Mysterio's daughter. Really? Okay. But that's not the part that really got me like like making it worse. King Corbin now has knights. Mm -hmm. And these knights are the two other members of the Forgotten Son. Which are Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. What the F? Now, we know that Blake and Murphy have history in the past in NXT, but seeing them now in SmackDown again as supporters, role players, uh, it, no. it really like uh, boiled my bubble in a sense. And it's not nothing against them. It's just like, you guys just got a bad rep right now. Then, we, my second pick. My second pick still in SmackDown, and it goes to the Natalia versus Bailey match. Now, many of you say, "Oh, what's wrong with that match?" Well, if you think about it, Bailey is our previous WWE uh, WWE Women's Champion. She was the number one female wrestler in, according to the uh, Wrestling Magazine. You know what I'm saying? She was the number one mm-hmm. for her accomplishment, and now we're deciding to bury her like that. Instead of her trying to, you know, work with other people, still getting W, but still working with people, but we're trying to bury her down? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, guys. Come on.
0: And also, I don't want to, you know, I just add to that a little bit more. She was the first one eliminated in Survivor Series, and uh, uh, you know, it's tough. I feel like it's going to be a rough year for, for Bailey.
1: And lastly, I have to give it to the ending of the MJF versus Orange Cassidy for the ring, uh, uh, the diamond ring, whatever the title of that shit is called. Uh, why is Miro involved? You know what I'm saying? Like, Miro, you already took care of best friends. What did Orange Cassidy do to you instead of being affiliated with best friend? Mm-hmm. God knows. But you took my man's opportunity to have a type of championship championship under his belt, under his career resume, for what? Nothing, All and right. it's it really bugs me that we're not seeing Orange Cassidy getting a proper push that he deserved. So those are my three worst moments of the week.
0: All right, so the top three best of the week, I best. would say my number one Big East new entrance. I like that they are reinforcing that he's. A single star giving him kind of like retro NXT entrance with the powder and everything. But well-deserved for him to be... Shout out to Wale I, with the entrance music too. To be an individual. I like that he's... Now we, we could take him serious as a single competitor and potentially some type of champion. Intercontinental or you know, I hope Universal, but some type of champion. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he's going to get a push finally now
1: wwe please do not actually I uh think- just to actually as a sidebar i did read an article that biggie may have a uh potential of having a wrestlemania moment for next year if the you know everything works well, mm-hmm. uh, on his side and he say stay healthy which i don't think that's a problem for him true but again it you know we could see him be seeing him in wrestlemania um
0: my number two is uh kevin and o- Kenny Omega's basically impact at impact um his everybody the collector yeah he basically he won the week before he won the aw championship he basically ran away and he was like i'll see you on tuesday basically kenny omega like at impact was kind of like the thing to watch on tuesday for those who were, like into in wrestling and once, but tuesday was like what is kenny gonna do it's this is gonna be similar to what we saw back in the day WCW like going to a different company. Um, the promo was okay, but I feel like everybody. I feel like it was throughout all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I even was checking Facebook. It was everything what everybody was talking, especially between the hours from eight to ten on Tuesday. I feel like the impact that he has at the moment of for wrestling. I feel like it's important, and like you mentioned, potentially being a belt collector so we'll see if that unfolds with different companies but i know they have working relation with nwa and impact so let's see what happens um and my last one um i've been rooting for this guy since before he joined nxt but his return from his injury and making an Mm -hmm. impact at nxt karen cross um scarlett boudreaux great promo but he had to make a statement at the end basically taking Basically taking care of business against Damon Priest. And finally Cameron Cross is back in in the title picture. So Finn Balor, watch out. He's coming. I think he might be next. But I'm I'm glad that Karen Cross is finally and back to NXT.
1: Word, work. So my favorite picks are uh, majority is AEW because that's the brand I really I like to support. Uh, the opener for AEW, you know what I'm saying? The Young Bucks versus Hybrid Two. Uh, great match great element great chemistry actually number one for awr the tag team matches that we were able to witness uh because again the young bucks versus hybrid two was pretty dope <laughs> we had uh ftr versus the varsity blondes that that match was solid we also had ray phoenix in lance versus um Eddie Kingston in The Butcher and the Blade. Mm-hmm. That match was pretty entertaining. So, all the tag team matches that AEW was able to offer us, thumbs up, two thumbs up in my book. Thank you for giving us some real tag team action, you know? And not to diss the new days, but come on. Your story is not really going nowhere with the hurt business. Second, I got to give it to the legend himself, Sting, talking to Cody. Uh, if you guys heard the full episode, you guys heard, you guys know my feeling about Sting, but the fact that he's there and also Shaq, too, mm-hmm. those two definitely deserve the number two spot because they helped the ratings got close, getting close to a million view on Wednesday. So that shows you that AEW are making the right move at the right time. However, my third pick, surprisingly, is NXT because, okay... It's not the Ember Moon match. It's not the Pete Dunn. It's not the return of Cranium and because Lucita already Mm -hmm. mentioned it. But it's the return of my man Finn Balor. And one thing for sure, Finn Balor is NXT. And the only person I believe that could help make this brand grow even higher naturally without no assistance from outside sources is Finn Balor. And I'm hoping at the end... He brings that number close enough that they decide to be like, you know what? We should not be taking numbers on Wednesday. We should be building them up on Tuesday with our man, Ben Ballard.
0: Definitely. So those
1: are my three picks.
0: Definitely. All right. So these are picks for the week. I hope you guys go back and watch our show as well as also review our top three. Um, yeah. Let us know what, what you think about our picks. And also if you like to leave a comment about what are your top three for the week you're welcome to and all our social media twitter instagram youtube facebook everywhere we're everywhere just look up switch talk and google and we'll be there
1: we'll be there so i'm jay aguilar this is lucito and we say good night see ya Deuce.